We can agree to disagree. Or we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Welcome back, guys and dolls. Hey, everyone, waiting for Jesus. <laughs> this is Timby. And Wit. And this is Disagreeably Yours. Welcome back. We got like, what, yeah. four ish episodes left? I told you I need a break. We're taking a break after Insecure is over. <laughs> well, we have to, our anniversary is coming up. I know. I actually meant to check the date. I think it was sometime in June. I think it's June 23rd. Okay, so that might be the last. Okay, we'll do, we'll go up until our anniversary and then cut this shit off. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's crazy, though. It is. Um, so, yeah, what's up? Attitude check. Um, attitude check, let's see. Um, I'm coping with this whole coronavirus, I guess, like, what feels like 10 weeks later, very, a lot better than I was. Um, I've been cooking. Um, talk a little bit about that later. Uh, I got a haircut. I made an appointment and went to a brick and mortar barbershop outside of my home. I came in contact with another human being and they cut my hair. You guys are really pressed. I feel like it was harder for guys. I think cause y'all don't cut your hair as much as well. Women don't do their hair as much either. I guess So we were both struggling, but girls for the most part, you can hide it under a wig. You can throw it in a bun. Yeah. Women don't look as fucked up as men do. Exactly. When, especially men who don't grow hair evenly throughout their head because of baldness and shit. Y'all are so, taking advantage, I see. Yeah. So one, so I did it, and I was like, wow. It only took 15 minutes. Like, from the time I sat in the chair to the time I got in my car, and I was like, if I had tried to, when I did do it myself, it took me like 45. So. So what happens? Is it one-on-one, or is it, like, maybe two people, but y'all are just sitting at opposite ends of the place? So it was one-on-one. Um, so there was someone in the chair when I got there who technically cut in front of me, but <laughs> I just let – I gave that to the Lord. Um, Happy to be outside. So, like, they, I realized that she made, like, 15-minute appointments. Mm-hmm. And so – there was a car there when I pulled up, and I waited in my car because I saw I was gonna wait till I saw that person coming out, because I don't want the Rona. So I, that person came out and got in his car, and I watched someone scoot in before my appointment. It was nine twenty eight, nine twenty seven. And your appointment was nine thirty. So, yeah, and so when I got in there, she was like, "Oh, you're the nine thirty. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, please wait." Blah blah. blah. And like this white man's like. I guess, like, he had been working, and he just, he, like, was going to a funeral or a hoedown or a rodeo. I don't know. He just had to, he had to look his flyest. I feel like that made a difference. If he was working, if he had on, like, scrubs or stethoscope or something, it's like, okay. But if you're going to a hoedown. Uh, I didn't say he was frontline worker. I, he, he was just, he, his business didn't shut He, he would have waited until 945. But peace be with you for letting that happen. But anyway, he cut, he cut his hair, and everything was fine. So then... She, so all the chairs in the waiting, there's one chair in the waiting area, all the other chairs are outside, and they're six feet apart. It's only like five chairs, as opposed to like the 12, mm-hmm. some shit that used to be there. And then you, you go, and she does your shit, 
I guess all the other barbers said, fuck it, we're not coming in. <laughs> Even though they could have if they wanted to. Maybe um, they have a schedule going. Like, it was her day or her half a day and more people will come in. I don't know. No, I'm don't assuming know they've got rotational schedules going on. Because I'm seeing a lot got, of you guys really, pop up. What I really wanted her to do um, was, sorry if I cut you off. No, I'm, I'm cutting you off, you, so you, you go ahead. in and out <laughs> on my phones. I'm sure it does, no one else hears that but me. No, I hear you just fine, and I'm actually cutting you off, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. But I was like, oh, man, like, I really want you to, like, cut down my goatee and facial hair. And I realized that would require me to take off the mask. She's like, no, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So yeah. head hair only. You got to yeah. do something about your own shit at home. I guess um, someone's got to be doing it, though. Yeah, that was really it. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of you guys pop up with your little fades and whatnot on Instagram. So, I can see that appointments were made. It's, it's necessary. Good for you guys. Um, we can't be like women and just look beautiful with long hair. Who are you talking about? Because they're... You're, you're kind. The vagina havers of the world. A lot of women can't do their own hair. Actually, not even vagina havers. If you just identify as a female. If you have long hair. If you have long hair, yes, it was easier to wrap it up or throw it back or something like that. But there are a lot of people who don't do their hair as much. So good luck to all you guys. I'm sure these appointments are hard to get. Um, well, happy Memorial Day. Yes, happy Memorial Day. Gratitude to everyone who's ever served. Serving. Appreciate you a lot. So a word from my president. Oh, Lord. On Memorial Day, we honor those who gave all for us. That takes different forms this year, but it's even more vital with the loss of so many veterans due to COVID-19. The way they lived in service to one another should be our roadmap in the months ahead. And Trump said, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, no, no. The f- first part, the first tweet was from Barack Obama. Oh, okay. Trump said, happy Memorial Day. Oh, when you said our president, <laughs> I was like, all right. I know, I, did we start claiming him? And I wasn't, okay. You know, I've never you addressed him. Yes, ours. I don't think I've ever even addressed Trump with the title. I believe you referred to him as your president. Yes, exactly. Um, but as far as like my attitude check, you know how every year I complain about the holiday drought from like, president from President's Day to oh, Memorial yes, Day, yes. where you have no holidays. I realize that is a silver lining here. I'm gonna look to that. The fact that it's been a big ass holiday where we would otherwise have none. So hashtag silver lining. So I do understand that like not everyone gets afforded this. This is privilege. And even those, like, I don't have children yet <laughs> running around anyway. So I'm like, this is like a compilation of all the snow days that I've ever prayed for. All in one continuous loop. Yeah, and it's during the best part of the year. I used to think, oh, I wish it was winter when it's cold. I don't have to go outside. 
Which, okay, it would be fine, too. But winter is when you get all the great holidays and people at your job start taking off. So it's the easiest time to work. Now is the time. Yes. So if anyone needed a silver lining, there you go. Um, and also, Sorry if you're still working. Yeah, I hope you're getting hazard pay and double pay yeah. and all the pays. This week was a little bit depressing because I realized I've been denied three concerts in the month of May. And I don't know when any of them are happening again. They're not. Except for one. One is supposed to happen in October. The other two are giving you options to refund by a certain date or not, which I think one is on the 31st. So I have to figure out if I'm going. Because even when it starts, when they do let you go, do I want to be in close proximity to strangers? I don't know. Particularly Karen's. I know there's space usually at open places, so I guess I could take a farther seat from people. But these are concerts I really wanted to go to. And be a hood rat. Uh, yeah, hood rat shit. With my hood rat friends. Who are thinking about canceling anyway, so. Otherwise, I'm great. Luckily, I have been able to do my own hair, so I'm going to wait until it dies down where you people go back in the house and I can get an appointment without anyone being around. So I've been thinking about this, and I'm like, it may be better. Now that granted, I am not a health professional, and this is probably idiotic, but if you go now, you're going before the wave of people and all the people have been like hanging out and being around each other and like right now people are just going after being stuck in a house for like eight weeks that's true your chances of getting it are less now is that what you're saying i mean i think so kind of i mean not really it makes sense but in two weeks people have been started going back to church and resuming their normal lives and second wave will be fresh but where i am we're not even open yet so i don't even have the opportunity to go yet i offer you anne arundel county did you offer me (laughs) a negro did you offer me a negro to go with it (laughs) you don't have to live here you can just drive it that means i have to go to a person that i don't know which is that's not how girls work you find one person and you stick with it it's like your eyebrows you can't trust it to everybody your quarantine. I will. My quarantine do-rag is doing just fine. Me and my braid outs have been surviving. Um, But yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. My daughter's doing fine. My mother just thought we were going to take some road trips today. Obviously, to I didn't do that. To Hampton, Virginia. To basically... <laughs> to basically <laughs> just visit people. But stopping along the way and, like, making it, like, a road trip, picnic, taking pictures and stuff. I know that you are feeling a little claustrophobic, but I do not want to be in a four-foot box on wheels driving around people's homes for hours away. Like, what? One day, not two day. Not even one day. I wouldn't even do it one day. Well, because we have family there, I would do it one day. Otherwise, we need to be driving in a different direction. That is not a day trip. Five hours down, that also, five hours back. That also. Around. That also. Absolutely not. I'm not doing it. And clearly I didn't because I'm sitting right here. Right. <laughs> That's all. 
like I said, I did some cooking. Um, I sous vide a steak. Um, Come on, sous vide. Yes, and I made the Saturday. I made um, French onion soup. That was I saw that. Oh, it was delicious. I've never had it, so add it to the list. You've never had it ever. No, it always looked gross, so I never tried it. But I love soup, so it's kind of ridiculous that I haven't tried it. I mean, it's pretty basic. It's just beef broth, onions, and melted cheese on top. But it is amazing. It is a little bit of bread in there. Um, but I don't know. I liked it. It was. I mean, it was pretty flavorful. Um, it was your first time. Beast, huh? It was your first time making the soup. Yeah, at home. Because um, you gotta like, I used to think that you had to have a blowtorch to melt the cheese on top, but no, you can throw that shit in the oven Oops. if you have the proper plates for it or po- proper bowls for it. But all that to say, sous vide is awesome. The steak was amazing. I sous vide it for two hours and then I seared it. It was um probably an inch thick, and I seared it on both sides for like three minutes, four minutes. And then the inside is... It's a hot pink, but it's also, because it was sous vide for two to three hours, it's still safe to eat. Well, yeah, no, that's fine. In my mind, I was just thinking, well, if you sous vide something for two hours that you could have cooked in five minutes, is the flavor that much different, or is it like... Well, no, if I had had just seared it on five minutes each side, it would have been bloody-ass raw when I cut into it. It would have just been crunchy on the outside now it was like cooked on through and juicy and amazing so i can't tell people enough if you like steak or really any cook if you even if you like post eggs chicken get yourself a sous vide give it a whirl okay (laughs) um this is from a person that likes her steak like red in the middle so Oh, wow, really? Like a medium. You know, blacks like us are hard to find. So, to me, five... That nigga's like, y'all shit brown and burnt. <laughs> five minutes on each side, usually... Even if I have to go, like, seven minutes. Either way, the middle is pink. Yes. And if I have a little dash of blood, I'm fine with it. But even if you wanted, like, a prime rib or a thicker cut of steak... I can see that. You could, yeah. Like a roast um, or something that you don't want to put in a pot or something. Crock pot. Okay. In blurred news, um, the Snyder Cut of Justice League is going to be released 2021 <laughs> and HBO and I, HBO Max, and I can't fucking wait. So HBO Max is another streaming service that's different from HBO Go? Yes. I need everyone to relax. Like it's, it's your HBO. Just put your HBO Max shit on HBO. If people are paying for HBO, shouldn't it be included? So they're buying more. I, I agree. Um, also, the DC DC Comics has their own streaming service, which I subscribe to. So why the is it going on there? I don't know why I bleeped out fuck. I don't either. I thought it was just like a rare occasion where the phone just went out as soon as you said I don't know why the fuck it's not coming on there, um, which aggravates the fuck out of me about having that streaming service because they never they make all this good content and they never put it on there. Um, but the Snyder Cut's coming out. Um, I'm pretty excited. Should be awesome. 
in other DC news, um, we've talked about this before a little bit on the show. Ruby Rose said, fuck it, I'm not doing Batwoman anymore. <laughs> Batwoman has been renewed for season two, Which but its lead actress has not. Probably because it's trash. She knows it's trash. She's probably it moving trash. on to a better project. She probably is, but still, like, it got renewed for a second season. You're the lead actress. So they must have only given her a contract for that one season, then. That or she just, whatever the consequences are for breaking her contract, she's... I want it. Give it to me. I'm out. Yeah. All right. She did almost get paralyzed in a stunt in September, and she's received a lot of flack for not being gay enough, even though she's (laughs) a lesbian. And not Jewish enough. For Even the character? I don't know how that really matters to the character. She's I mean, not, she may be Jewish in the book, comic book, but... She's not Jew enough. I don't think any, enough. anyone's religious affiliation has come out in so the CW. She's not Jew enough or gay enough for her character on a show. Yes. When she is, in fact, actually gay, which is why this is so surprising to me or unnecessary. Correct. He's not gay enough. What? What did that even mean? Okay. So I don't know if they're going to do like a Aunt Viv or Harriet they, from Family Matters and just swap the they're gonna have woman to. and not tell anybody or if they're going to actually address the fact that she looks completely fucking different. So th- I feel like they're either going to have to Aunt Viv it up or like shows love to do. It's going to be a new girl, but then they have some random backstory of why the other one left. Like, oh, I'm her sister, like a charm thing. Like, oh, she's gone. Here's my half-sister that I never knew I had. And she has access to all of my Batwoman things. Yes, some bullshit like that, Mm -hmm. probably. It is a CW. And finally, um, at your request, no, NASA (laughs) didn't find Parallel Universe where time moves backwards. (laughs) Um, First of all, black people should not be excited about moving backwards in time because we'd have to clear at least 400 years for us to even want to be there. What was the story, though? I didn't even read into the story. So, Anita, which is some antenna that was over the, which is over Antarctica, picked up neutrinos, which I guess are low, typically like cosmic particles that don't really interact with um, matter often, but when they do, they switch to a high energy state. Essentially, it should be cosmic rays that are coming from the sky down, and they picked up cosmic rays emanating from the, the ice in Antarctica up. So they made all these predictions and everything. So it is it is cool, and it could revolutionize physics once they analyze everything. It's like the scientific method. They made a hypothesis, and they have an understanding of how things are supposed to be, and this anomaly is different than that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a positive confirmation that there's a wormhole under Antarctica <laughs> or the Stargate or whatever the fuck okay. you uh, hotel niggas thought. Right. When I <laughs> saw it could thing? be a possible parallel universe, I was like, what? And then I thought, hmm, I'm not going to read into this because I'm going to fuck it up. So I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> yes. So some shit that's supposed to be going down was coming up and NASA's investigating. All right, Space Force. 
and we probably won't find out anything until our five times are over. But, or, you know, in this year of 2020, where apparently it's the end of all things, Something's there coming could be up. a wormhole forming. Now we need sea space. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sea space. <laughs> That's all for bird news. Okay. Um, as if we needed more confirmation of the world's collective demise... After 17 years underground, cicadas will return to parts of the U.S., including our parts. Just give us the rest of the plagues. Make the Chesapeake Bay run red with Cicadas, the locusts, and the frogs. Bring it. I don't want the boils, though. That shit looks like I mean, leprosy could wait. It would be fine. Also, that that fiery hail is probably going to be a bitch. It feels like it's coming, but okay. A couple of weeks ago, there was a vote for an amendment to the Patriot Act, which would have expressly forbidden internet browsing and history from what the government is allowed to collect and included other privacy provisions. Since our senators did not pass the amendment <laughs> of course not. with a failure of one vote, there will continuously be nothing stopping the government from using this method to collect certain types of data about us without our knowledge. Yay. Civil liberties. They're still spying. <laughs> still spying. Um, Magic Johnson, the CEO of Magic Johnson Enterprises, has collaborated with MBE Capital Partners to offer $100 million in loans to minority and woman-owned companies hurt by the COVID pandemic. Is anyone else surprised that Magic Johnson is still alive? Like, think back to the 90s and the 80s. Well, yes. When and he first like, got diagnosed. Yep, and that's how you know it's simply an issue of money. Yes. Like, he literally has new blood. So A many. vampire. So many so blood, tra- yes, so many blood transfusions that he's no longer detectable. And you get that for money. And yeah. the drugs that accompany that, because a lot of poor people can't even afford the drugs, let alone the blood transfusions. Uh, but luckily, he's using his new life yes. to give back. It's very true. More than just those lovely Magic Johnson theaters. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, the loans are funded through his Equitrust Life Insurance Company and are provided via the Small Business Administration's Paycheck Protection Program. So if you are a minority of small business owned by a woman, please go check that out. My hopes and wishes for future have gone unfulfilled. <laughs> Were your hopes that he was going to become an upstanding father? Maybe just mind his business a little bit more. Nevadius Demon Wilburn went on a Twitter rant Seemingly after the mother of his new child went after him for $54,000 a month in child support. Nevadius thinks that she only needs $450. A month? Yes. That's not even enough for a normal-ass regular parent. I feel like people forget about the whole roof over the child's head, and then the food, and then the clothes. Do you really think that your half of that would be $450 a month. And that, I didn't even say anything like about child care expenses. <laughs> right. 
Anywho, so tweets such as, people make up lies to make themselves feel good. Excuse me. He did not actually say that that way. He said, people make lies up to make themselves feel good. I really hate when people say they self. Does he plan on seeing this child at all throughout the year? Got it. Change your diaper, perhaps. He goes on. Leave them ugly girls alone. Don't get high and treat an ugly girl pretty. Huge mistake. Ugly girls be in imaginary relationships. I told my dog, learn from you. First of all, this is why ugly niggas don't deserve money. This is what happens. Are you are you the girl that got treated nicely because she was high? Like, have you seen yourself? What does this have to do with this woman being pregnant with a child? Not pregnant. She has a child. He refused. <laughs> oh, that's right. The child is here. And because she's now asking you for child support that is adequate for a child of a millionaire, <laughs> you have an issue with her now. Usually, I don't like when people talk about body shaming and how people look and stuff like that, unless you deserve it. Because he wrote all this is a reason why I cannot, I cannot with ugly niggas with money. Because they think that they look so good because women are constantly throwing themselves at them. I get it. But your spirit is ugly and so is your face. And now you have to give her $50,000 a month, probably. So whatever. In positive future news, Future Junior is having a brother. And his birthday was last week. Yeah. That future probably doesn't know. So Russell Wilson put out this lovely post on Instagram about his child and how he loves him, how he is so great. And Future basically said, happy birthday. (laughs) Now, usually, I am not a person who believes social media is a reflection of your relationship with your child. And that's coming from someone who doesn't give a fuck about posting my child. Like, that's not for you. (laughs) If I want to, sure. Um, But based on his history with this child and his others, it was pretty shitty. (laughs) <laughs> no, absolutely. I don't. The even only reason he wished Little Future happy birthday is it's Sierra's son. It, Everyone I, knows he exists it, already. Is Little Future his first boy? I don't know. I know it's not his first child. I think she's like third or fourth in the ranking. But... I have no idea. Maybe he'll get him a car like last time. He got him a Rolex or something. I don't know. Because quality time, but, what's that? But he can't give four fifty. He can't give fifty four thousand dollars to this woman for his existing child, who actually needs it. Because I'm sure if he just stopped paying Sierra, she would not give a damn. No, Sierra has made that very clear that it was never about his money. It was about him being there, which he clearly really doesn't be. So, <laughs> um, but his album is number one though, so. I see no signs of his fuckery slowing down. I haven't listened to it. I probably won't, but he's better as a feature. So I don't really know why his albums do so great, but I guess everyone has to give it a chance at first. Because niggas. And that's that on that. Um, Moving in the right direction news, prosecutors have dismissed charges against Kenneth Walker, 
the boyfriend of slain innocent black woman Breonna Taylor. And those two officers have still gone uncharged and still remain working. They charged her boyfriend? We talked about this last week. Oh. Yes. He shot back at these unarmed, not unarmed. Yeah. Yeah. He shot back at them, so they charged him for attempted murder. I thought, sorry. You thought it was talking about Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so many black people dead. You just don't know which story we're talking about. It's crazy. Crayola has announced a new Color of the World crayon. It's a crayon box in effort to advance inclusion. The box includes numerous shades of skin tone crayon colors. I mean, better late than never, I suppose. They do look very nice. Oh, is it going to be like, you, you pull out the African-American, like, one? So, no. They do have other names that do not include African-American. But okay. it's literally, like, think of the 32 box crayon. They're all skin tone shades. So, it really is a lot of nice shades. My thing is, I hope these colors actually color. Because you know how you see something nice and you put it on a piece of paper and it's like, what the fuck? This is not rich at all. <laughs> they did their best. <laughs> right. I don't want any wax crayons from the restaurant. These better be rich in bold colors. You want quality ingredients. I want quality skin tone crayons for my kid. <laughs> Sending a nice fuck you to mayoral candidate Michael Ray James of Alabama. Are calling for the execution of drug dealers by way of hanging. Quote, after somebody has been convicted three times, I am very serious about them losing their life, whether it's to lethal injection or hanging. Why, why hanging? Do, do we hang people anymore? A few episodes ago, we Aside talked about... lynchings. Right. We talked about how it finally, you can't lynch people. But I don't know if that was just like a federal law and you could still do it in states or regional. I don't know. He Okay, so he goes on to post on Facebook for us to consider the lives drug dealers have taken by way of providing the drugs. But at the end of the day, he is a white Republican in a state known for being horrible to black people. So also, this is some corporal punishment. Fine. Why hanging? Because that's how the South remembers blacks dying. Now, you can go on and on to say why you said that or this, but the fact that you still can say it should speak to the... I don't... I'm, I'm so tired of talking about y'all and y'all's horrible ass ways of life, but here we are. That's why we can't time travel. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I cannot be a wormhole in Antarctica, because where are we going to go? If we can't go to the future, we damn sure are not trying to go back to the past. Shit, we can't go back to last week. Last week, last year, last century. It gets worse and worse as we go back. The RNC has filed a lawsuit against California to stop Governor Gavin Newsom from mailing ballots to its registered voters ahead of the November general election. So, methinks y'all don't want all the votes to count. No. Why would that? <laughs> Girl, what? Fuck y'all. I just realized that I had my absentee ballot and that I had to do nothing to get it. So, I don't know why we don't do this all the time. And now, 
I get it. Y'all don't want everyone to have access to vote easily. You want us to not show up. You want us to not be able to go, to not get off work. Because this is easy. This is great. Why don't we do this all the time? One thing I didn't understand is why is Elizabeth Warren still on the ballot? Like, can we still vote? Yeah. I guess they're like a write-in at this point, but the list included everyone still. Yeah. I was like... They're throwaway votes, so I hope people took the time to think about that and not like, ooh, I can vote for such and such, because no. Unless we all write it in, it's not going to happen. Um... Y'all Should we all write in Michelle Obama? Like, does she have we to? Could. Does she have to consider it if she wins? Yeah. If we all collectively banded together with our solid. Oh, I don't know why, we, why that's not what we're doing. Let's just pick who we want to be president and do it. That is what the Democratic Party is supposed to be about, but clearly we've been fucking up. I don't know what's happening. We have a safe space. Being in Maryland, I feel like we have a safe space where we know where our votes are going. But I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> like, Maryland is not going to win these elections for us. Try as we might. Yes. Y'all's dictator will not hold a ceremony at the White House for the unveiling of President Barack Obama's portrait, breaking a 40-year tradition honored by presidents of both political parties. Did he say why? I mean, other than racism. I'm like, did he give like a fake reason why? Not like, that I it's saw. coronavirus or something like... Not that I saw, but to his kind of credit, I never checked either. I didn't either. I mean, it's bullshit and it's fuckery, but... Fuck Trump for life. The blacks have really been showing off. Like, I have Black Nouns Matter every week. I don't know if that's because I've been looking more or because the blacks have just climaxed. But now I would like to move into Black Nouns Matter, highlighting black people, places, and things because... Black now better. Captain Rima Shea Nelson. She became the first black female officer for the Air Force Thunderbirds. Oh, cool. It's not like we can see them unless we go to the air show to know if they're black or women, but that's cool. Chef Johnny Rhodes. In response to the COVID pandemic, he has converted his popular soul food restaurant, Indigo, in Houston, Texas, into a small grocery store in order to give low-income families access to high-quality foods. In one week, he has trained his restaurant staff to become cashiers and stockers. But that's better than laying them off, or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's good for the community and your employees. It is. Apparently, in his town, there aren't many grocery stores in the immediate area anyway. So it's hard for people to get out, let alone get quality food. So everyone's kind of living off junk food and whatever is at your corner store. So big ups to him. Also to Anifa Mvumba, owner of contemporary brand Hanifa, who debuted the latest collection on Instagram Live using 3D models. I watched it. It was awesome. A new, definitely innovative way that will definitely catch on but it started with at Hanifa Bridal and at Hanifa Official so check so it, it out a fashion show? Yeah, it was a whole okay. fashion show with 3D models and when I say 3D I mean the clothes are walking on a body but you don't see the body oh. but the clothes are fully formed into a woman's silhouette ironically she had been working on a 3D fashion show since late last year before pandemia 
and social distancing. So if we see a move to virtual fashion shows, you know it started with a black woman. Not just any black woman. She is also using her line and platform to bring awareness to the illegal and hazardous mining conditions in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And also to Frank Baker, a black investor who heads the billion-dollar private equity firm Cyrus, has paid off the remaining tuition balances for the 2020 class of graduates at Spelman College. He's also established a $1 million scholarship fund to help future graduates. He said he was inspired by Robert Smith, who paid off the debt of the 2019 graduating class of Morehouse College. So, awesome. (laughs) I'm still highly jealous, but very happy for those ladies and those gentlemen from 2019. And that's all I got. So we can get right into this breakdown and breakthrough of Insecure. I'm glad I don't even have to ask if you watched it. <laughs> no, we're just going to do it. We're going to do it until the season ends and our break shit begins. The episode legit starts with Molly seeing Issa. Which I think I called. You did call it. She actually sees Issa before Issa sees her. She sees her jump straight out the car. So oh she, shit, here we go. I love the authenticity of how they decide to make these characters work. So Molly does not look at Issa like, okay, yeah, let's do this. She turns away and waits for Issa to come in to have the conversation. So she is ready to have it. She just thought Issa's going to come up to her. But then she hears that car alarm again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Issa's out. And Molly is sitting there stuck because she's waiting for her she apology. She really don't fuck with you. She don't. And we see that in the next scene where she did not break up with Asian Bay, as you call it, because she goes to her place and says that Issa ran away from her like she was an actual job. Was that, is that like a just a generality or was that a dig against Issa for being unemployed? I could not tell. You can't tell. I could not tell. Was that was an dig? obvious dig. Because I run away from my job. <laughs> no, no, no. We see Asian May speaking Mandarin. And yes. Is she? Love a foreign language. I believe so. I feel like we knew that. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Also saw a tweet today that his dialect coach was the guy from Crazy Rich Asians dad. So I'm assuming it was Chinese and I'm going to assume it was Mandarin. Okay. But I don't know. He asked her, is she going to reach out to Issa? And of course she says, no, it's her fault. Which it totally was not. It partially was. No, it wasn't. But it wasn't. It wasn't all Issa's fault. So Molly could have taken some responsibility. This actual blow up that she's talking about is Molly's fault. They were having no, problems before it's that. Fault. No. But Molly could have handled it better. Like entirely better. Random thought note. I like this wig style for Molly, but not this partless one. Like it was a helmet. Fair. So then we see that they're obviously going on a trip. She gotta go to work first though. Right. She has to squeeze in a meeting before Asian vacation. 
And I feel like the scene was so small that I kind of feel like she might have overlooked something because she was rushing to get to the airport and that's going to come back and bite her in the ass. And then she's going to take that out on Andrew. I know that's a reach, but cut to the airport. She's rushing to get to the gate where Andrew says, I see you. And then she does a full 360 turn to which he asks, why would you do that? Why would you make a 360 turn? Like, if you were, if you were going forward and he said he saw you, why would you stop and turn around? But whatever. But like so many people would. So many people I'll would. Even, I'll even say guys would too. You would, but it, it really doesn't make sense. They get on the plane. Why would you look back? Why? You're moving forward someplace, and a person didn't see you until you kept going forward, and then they say you they see you. And <laughs> you stop. Every plane has an overshare, and that overshare happens to be Kim Fields. At this point, some black woman, some black actor that we love is going to pop up. It just is going to happen. I'm here for it. I am, because it was so random, talking about how she had broken up with her husband, and now she's taking all her years back that she gave him, and this is day three. Molly the Killjoy wants to not link up with Asian Bay's brother on the first night, but she decides to rally at Andrew's request, which... Every turn, she just is annoying for no reason. I mean, when you land, you don't feel like going out. You don't, but you are, you're going on vacation with his brother and his wife. Like, you're legit going on a couple trip. To vacate? Like, you can chill the first day. You can't, and but it wasn't even anything that extreme, I guess. Maybe that was point two. Like, you have no idea what's planned. You're just saying, like, can we chill the first night? Like... Go to vacation and rally, please. At least try first. But anyway, Andrew's so great. He understands, of course. Of course. <laughs> As per vacation rules, they are trying to spice it up and tell each other about the toys and stuff that they've packed for each other. And they start kissing and getting flirty. We get a little plain play. Cute. They arrive. And actually, his brother is pretty annoying with his ready for socialization. <laughs> fresh off the plane like oh we'll meet you in 15 minutes the hour we're gonna meet you in an hour like you said after you land anywhere you do need a couple hours i'm not saying you go straight into activities but unless it's activities otherwise you do need a moment to sit down first before you go back out okay before they go to the room molly asks andrew is she gonna try to fuck me later and i bust out she wanted a black girlfriend at least and that's why it was so funny to me because i feel like a lot of girls have had at least one experience when you meet another woman who is just like intensely complimentary and you feel like wait you're trying to be my friend or my sister (laughs) not my sister i have never heard that term i've heard scissor rig but not like (laughs) as a noun cut to the room with molly and andrew unpacking and Molly pulls out her one little set of lingerie and a bottle of oil. Oil? I'm a, I don't want to think that it's lube. Like, she's not. I feel like that is inappropriate. No, it's, it's definitely oil. Okay. Yeah, like it's, 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 a, it's back rub oil. It's not like... Like massage oil. Like China juice. Like your basic dating bottle of oil. Ain't no lube. It's not, it's, it's not Astroglide. And when she threw out that one little set, I knew that... Andrew came. 
play. Andrew's about to turn this shit up a notch. He starts pulling out the real things. Vibrators. Edo vibrators. Beads. Talk about a damn feather that was on sale. I know I should have bought that damn feather. It was on sale too. That's when I realized how boring Molly actually is and has been. But it's from herself. It's like a self-imposed boredom. She's been so busy. She gets busy with work. She gets busy with doing all this stuff that she really is super I basic. Mean, <laughs> the, open, the first episode of the first season, Broken Pussy. Broken Pussy. But I do like that they are, they're doing what people do, especially when you go on vacation. You're exploring your sex life. You're trying to communicate what you like, what you don't like. So you see them kind of progress their relationship in that way. So great. Vacation. Dick down on a balcony. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. They talk about what they like. She likes the possibility of getting caught. And he says he likes when she takes control. So both of those things happen. And she tells him, I want you to fuck me on the balcony. And not just as she say it, we have to then see it. And then we see Asian ass over the balcony. Yes, but nobody came out like I wanted. Just even if it wasn't the sister and brother. I thought so. I thought so too. Because we are clearly looking at a view from someone else's balcony. So I just assumed someone would come out. But the possibility was there, (laughs) I guess. Um, So they're enjoying their sex life. And then they go on a hike the next day because people love hiking on vacation. Okay. And then, I don't even know what her name is, but Kim Phil comes back. Mabel. (laughs) Nice good old slave name. Mabel the Oversharer finds them on the trail. Fine. They do the trail. It's very cute. They get to the top. And of course, it's beautiful. It's Mexico. Most hikes do end on a beautiful note. But then she has to zip line down, which to me is the best part. Or would be the best why, part. Why, why she did not know that before she went up bothers me. But. It bothers me that that was a question, though. Like, if I make... Don't give me no surprise if I... Well, yeah, but if I'm making a hike, I feel like I would not have to ask how we're going to get down. I would assume that we're walking. Like, the same way we just got up here is the way we're going to come back down. But whatever. Zip yeah, line was fine. real well, black of her to say how the hell we're going to get... We're going to hike back down. I don't think it's black of her. I don't think that there should have been a question of how. I think it should have been assumed that you're going to walk back down. But instead, but they zipline. Zip right? Which is the better way. It is the better way. And again, Molly's boring as hell because you can see that she actually would never have chosen to do that. But she had to and it was fun. So good for her. Experiencing new things. They're back in the hotel room and Nathan calls. Which I knew was going to happen. When his phone rang, I knew. And then I knew at that point, Issa's definitely going to be there. Yeah. Lo and behold, you can hear Issa in the background talking about a bop it, which is the best childhood toy that I can think of. (laughs) But they also can't get out the garage. So that's why he's calling. Cool. I thought it was going to be more to do with the phone call, but it was very short. One thing that's a complete side note that I don't understand is how a barber and whatever the hell Andrew does. He works at Live Nation. Afford them the same rent. Well, Andrew, I feel like he can't afford to live alone. It's Nathan who is living with him. So he's just, he just helping him just being a friend? I think Nathan needs to split rent. I don't think Asian Bay actually needs to. I guess I, I, guess I don't think that the same 
rent, even half of rent that Andrew could afford, Nathan can afford. Yeah. Well, I don't know what kind of heads he cutting. That's not, that's not here nor there. Um, so the call is really short. And of course, Molly is annoyed by Issa even being there and messing with that messy nigga. He messy, so that makes sense. Now, this is stupid of her. Thank you. Because that's your fucking roommate. Like, Thank you. Immediately, I thought, Molly calling her booze best friend messy is so on brand. Like, you didn't even think about that. And you keep being resolved to be judgmental as fuck without much information. No, I don't think she was wrong with what she said. She I think she was song wrong with who she said it to. I think both, and I'm only saying that because the only reason she doesn't like Nathan is because he ghosted Issa, which is a fine. That's a logical thing when someone does that to your friend. That's it. How is he messy? If anything, say how you're annoyed with him, like he ghosted my friend, fuck that nigga. Fine. But like messy? Yes. How? And who you said it to. It's just inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. I was like, why would you especially being reminded that okay, they do live together. They are friends, like And then Andrew, I feel like he's being a bit of a yes man on this trip. Like he he be trying to get Molly he to is, see he's working with her. Yeah, he's he you can see him trying to push her into thinking like, Hey, maybe you're not thinking the best way about this. But then he always retreats to, of course you're right. Like, no, it's fine. I don't think he... He literally says that later on. Not in this scene, though. Molly continues to press, though. She does. And that's when he finally mentions Nathan's mental health, which I thought was something that we all knew when he came to talk to her. But maybe Issa didn't tell Molly. Because he says something about his mental health, and then Molly was like, oh, for real? Like, bitch... Maybe you should have asked more questions or relaxed first before you went off on his friend. So she looks a little bit remorseful, but then she like moves on because it's not about Issa. Issa and them are on our vacation. Okay. And I'm assuming they fuck again, but she looks great in yellow. I will say that. Isn't this when she made him eat her ass? No, she's in the yellow dress in this scene and they just have sex before they go out. I think. When did they do that? Anyway, let's get to that scene. The lingerie okay. looks great. I will give her that. She she wears it well. She wears it well. She gets in control like he likes and demands him to eat her ass and proceeds to turn around on him and just sit her ass right on his face. At After this tying point, him I up. thought a fart was coming. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Some type of awkward shit was about to happen. I did too. That felt really on brand for this show. For her to be trying to be so sexy and then poo, right? Yes. <laughs> so I'm glad it did it. I'm but glad I'm it did it. also kind of want to see what, what would have happened if it did. But I also think it would have also been a, just another little notch on their belt. Like, y'all in a real relationship. She just accidentally farted, like, right there. I feel like, because Natasha Ro- Kelly is a writer. Mm-hmm. Like she's in the writing room. I feel like she put that in there and they took it out. I do like the scene as is, though. Like, see them get into it. Jay Ellis directed this show. Yeah. So, cut to the pool scene. Where they're enjoying the pool, both couples. The lustful wife (laughs) gets splashed in the eye. Lydia, I believe, is her. Right. (laughs) Molly offers to go get her a towel. She's like, fuck, you're nice, too. 
Like, so you do want to fuck. Like, you want to fuck her. She goes to get a towel. A couple in front of her gets their towels from the pool person and walks away. She goes to ask for a towel. The lady demands to see her room key, which she does not have because she just got out the pool. <laughs> they go back and forth a little bit, and Molly is insinuating that it's because she's black that you're not going to give me a towel when you just gave them their towels, and I didn't see a room key. Andrew's brother comes up from the side and just gives his room key, and the lady passes him a towel, and Molly snatches it and walks off like I would too. As all of us blacks would do. Well, definitely. They get back to the pool. She's clearly upset. Andrew asks what's wrong. She kind of talks about it, but then the brother jumps in and makes it super awkward. <laughs> like, it's an awkward scene. Well, she starts saying about how it's racist, how it happens all the time. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, do you really think it's racist? I'm like, well, obviously, my God said it was. <laughs> and then you get the, wow, okay. Like, I don't want to get into this with you. Please stop. But of course, it was not no stopping. It's not stopping. Andrew's brother wants to play devil's advocate, which is a way for people to say, okay, hear me out. What if you're wrong? It's like you're not actually playing anything. You're just telling someone that they're wrong and maybe they should listen to you. It's interesting to me to see a race conversation between groups that don't actually involve someone white and how it can still escalate. I'll bring this back, but, and we can talk about it later too. I watched Lovebirds, which is also an Issa Rae movie on Netflix and um, me and my wife are watching it and I I always like make cheap cracks at interracial couples particularly black women with white men because I'm like oh they're stealing all of our queens (laughs) and so my eyes rolled when I saw them together because it's Issa Rae and I forget his name Um, who is not white he's not white he's Middle Eastern and she's like well they're brown I'm like yeah they're still interracial they still, you're still going to face difficulties, like, just because you're not, so, to watch this scene, I'm like, interracial is still difficult, even if you're not Mm -hmm. with a white person. So then, it's kind of like his brother does agree, like, it might have had something to do with race, but wouldn't it be easier if you just let it go? It would be easier in your life if you just don't think about it. Yeah, and although I thought he was being a dick about it, because it's not his experience, I do feel like he had a point when he said she'd be assuming and making it harder for herself by doing so and picking and choosing who she gives the benefit of the doubt to. Yes, because after in between that, she said it's super intense. She had said well, something about like Asians don't come to with blacks. Yeah, until it comes to your favor. And, and Andrew and Lydia what the fuck you can't come for me like that yeah andrew says i don't feel that way and she's like not you and she does that you're the good one to asian bay she became very white she did she definitely carried him not you though you're a good asian it was a very intense scene especially because it ends with molly saying fuck you to his brother and walking off yeah when that happened (laughs) she got out of the pool i was like okay see and this is where I realize, as I've realized this whole season, I am Molly. That's where it goes left, though. And yes, you are Molly. No, absolutely. And I'm (laughs) proud of it. I mean, I'm beginning to see myself and realize that I need to grow. Okay, there you go. Okay. um, I am proud. Like, no, um, when she said, fuck you, I was like, all right, you can't. This is not a stranger. You either either have to unburden yourself and you 
want to come back to the pool or you have to be present and able to have a mature conversation about the conversation you stirred up. Yes. You can't, the conversation go sideways and then be a nigga. And end it with the fuck you. Now, if this was a stranger, sure. I don't have very much patience for strangers trying to tell me anything. But if you were dealing with your boo's brother, I feel like there was some maturity that needs to happen. And even if you were going to be that frustrated, you just excuse yourself from this conversation and let it be known that I'm not having this conversation with you. <laughs> because And not that they're married, but everyone has in-laws they want to cuss out. Well, yeah, but you can't. But you don't. Right. Like, right. You do that behind closed doors. Probably with your friends because you can't or shouldn't do it with your actual Exactly. <laughs> so you definitely shouldn't do it in a public pool on a vacation where you're the only four people you know. In front of your boo and his wife. Yes. This is where Andrew was got annoying to me. Because when she says, did I fuck it up? He's basically like, of course not. I told him about himself and that he should do it. She absolutely fucked it up. Yes, she no. fucked it up. No, no. Yes, she did. If, he's trying to show her. Okay, so Andrew's show, right? Like he's universally. Of course not. You're going to tell her, of course not. Of course not. No. You didn't fuck it up. Of course you didn't. Just be, just like the Nate thing and he's calm about that and the Issa thing. Like he, his entire move is calm. He did I don't not, know how many more strikes Molly got. <laughs> yeah. But he also didn't say anything about it though. Usually when she does something wrong, he says like, oh, oh well, what about this? What about that? He didn't say anything except for like, of course not. Like this girl just told your brother, fuck you, and all this other stuff. It, yes, she has some blame in this, and I need you to show her that. <laughs> but what actually I do think it comes up but later. I hope so. I I mean I no, I think at least in my watching of the show, I picked up on something that I think, well, after this, they go, they fly home, right? Yeah. So I think I, in the airport. Say, let's hear it. I want it. What? What? Oh, I thought you were about to be like, oh, I saw something and not say what it is. No, what is it? No, no. I think like when they got off the plane and I thought Andrew had real like, um, this is over vibes. Like he just seemed real. Like he didn't ask who the fuck. Okay. So they ran into Lawrence. He felt he a little standoffish. Lawrence was. It's this black man who you're like buddy buddy with. And she just said as long she didn't say it was Issa's man or she didn't establish the fact they didn't have a sexual history together, as I feel like you should when you introduce your significant other to somebody. <laughs> I feel like he was like going to be like, um, let's take a break or he was just being nice to get the hell out of Mexico together. Maybe. And then he was like, I can't deal with your shit anymore. I mean he I I can agree that he did have like wandering eyes between them. Like, what is this? But of course, he keeps it chill. But before that, on the night before they leave, you see Molly on the beach calling her therapist. Which, thank you. <laughs> Finally, yeah. you. She's been super intense with every single person in her life, even with Andrew. Everything is, seems to be going well with him, right? But as soon as anything rubs her any type of the wrong way, slightly, she does not have any middle ground. She's either at zero and it's cool and it's chill, Molly. Or it's like, I'm at 100 and nothing's going to bring me down, Molly. There's no in-between. She's just intense about every emotion that she's had. So in the scene where Andrew bought her, like, the Slurpee with bananas in it, and they switched or whatever, and they were talking about it, he said, like, I don't know if he said about himself or about her, like, I don't want the things to fester. 
obviously Molly just lets things fester until they're Molly is a festering wound. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, she is the wound. She is the fester. No, I mean you have to have to what? There's a there's a there's a piece of Molly and Issa like they're, they're trying to represent reality. You do things that you do things in life that you let fester. Yes. And you I, handle them maturely. You haven't exploded yet. Think exactly. But you still be. They're showing extremes. I know. I totally get that. But even so, she's on the extreme side of fester, <laughs> and she blows up she's, on everything. She's definitely toxic to herself. That's for sure. Yes, she is very toxic to herself. Everyone lets a few things fester. It's just how you let it out. Because you can either fester and then decide, wow, I'm festering like shit on this. And I just need to let it go. Because no one knows, no one can do anything unless I'm going to communicate it. So you have to let it go. Or you have to communicate and take the chance of getting on your friends or your partner's nerves. And that's just what you got to do. But to just hold on to it and legit blow up <laughs> as soon as anything yeah, happens no, is the... It inappropriate way uh but yeah i totally see the extremes but as you said they get back to the airport run into lawrence coming from frisco and she makes a horrible full house joke i just thought she was making fun of because they they serve for some shit i had no idea there was no reason to say you got it dude like he didn't even say anything to agree with or (laughs) out of thin air in my mind I didn't even hear San Francisco. So it was awful to me regardless. Yeah. After she introduces Agent Bay to Lawrence, they go their separate ways. And you see Lawrence pick up his phone, call someone and says, I've been thinking about you. Can we hook up? Well, link up, not hook up. Who do you think he called? I watched the previews for once. I didn't. Of next, next week's episode. I still think he called Condola. I think calling East would be too predictable. So I too kind of think that he called Condola Lisa Rice. But if you didn't see, <laughs> if you didn't see the previews from next week, I don't want to ruin it for you. No, I want to. I want to hear it. Okay. So the previews from next week, he meets Issa in a bar. And he says, I have something to tell you. And, and you, I don't know if it's that he's moving to San Francisco, if he's bad or whatever. Um, to be with Condola. But I still sense. think person he called was Condola. Or it could have been Issa for them to link up so that he could tell her that he's moving back. He's with Condola for life now. I'm out. Could be. Cause oh, I, it's only... Alright. So let's do the timeline. Condola and Lawrence were broken up at the block party. The next episode was Issa's episode which was like the day after the block party. Or at least, like, within a week. Yeah, let's say within a week. Then she saw Molly, and then they went to Mexico, let's say, for a week. So it's probably at least two weeks. Let's say it's only been, like, a two or not even a month period since Condola told Issa that they were broken up. Mm -hmm. Lawrence being back. So I don't think, or that that airport scene. So I don't think that they can just be, unless unless we skip through time again in the next episode. Maybe Chase Bay is back. Who? Like the woman he was banging from Shakespeare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I gotta think, I want to say it's too predictable for Issa to have to choose 
between Nathan and Lawrence at the end, but also it would be perfect because these are one that got away. And by that, I mean kind of Lawrence. Cause at the time she still didn't want to break up with him, even though she cheated on him, she still had feelings for him. And then the one that ghosted her, and then finally was ready to talk about his mental health and coming back. So you're, you're forgetting about the third. Who, Daniel? TSA Bay. Oh, <laughs> TSA Bay is the best Bay. Correct. But for some reason, I just think that's gone. If anything, Daniel's going to come back from the studio making beats and beatboxing in her ear. TSA Bay better run into Kelly or something. Nah, Kelly that's just the, fucking that's these niggas. Kelly don't have nothing for niggas but vagina. She's proven that season after season. <laughs> so on one hand, I think it's kind of too obvious, but at the same time, wouldn't that be a great cliffhanger for her to have to be presented with having to make the choice between Nathan and Lawrence rather than Lawrence? There's no choice. Lawrence is king. Okay. I don't even know why you would. It's like <laughs> if, if, if Lawrence <laughs> is on the table, you pick Lawrence. Okay, but having to actually make that choice would be a good season ender. Issa loves to make negative life choices, so I'm sure we won't know until season five. See a golden egg, right? Lauren probably asked her to move. She has to be, huh? Lauren probably asked her to move. Who is Lauren? Lawrence. Oh, (laughs) I heard Lauren. Lauren probably asked her to move the same. Lawrence is asking her to move. Maybe he went, got a good job, and wants her to come with him. Yes. Either way, that's what I'm saying. Like, on one hand, I feel like it's obvious to make her... Either way, it's a, the choice is clear. Fine. All I'm saying is they're, they could not go in that direction at all, and Lawrence could actually get with Condoleezza Rice, and then she would never have that choice. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the issue for me is that I will also watch 20s, and... In Condola and Insecure in 20s are pretty much parallel, and I hate both of her characters. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely hate the one in 20s more than Condola. Okay, so then maybe that is how I wanted to. So I don't think she's so bad if you have to refer to her as Condola Lisa Rice. (laughs) The name should have never been created. She is in 20s, so she does deserve it. I don't even know how Condola came up. I mean, the name creation. So maybe that's how I do want it to end. I feel like it's obvious, but then at the same time, I still feel like that would be a great season ender to leave it to Issa to make that choice. But who knows? I don't know. Who we call it? Moral of this episode is... Molly been born. <laughs> Get help. Yes, seek help. Repressing her own self and taking it out on others. With that basic sex Barney bag. I'm like, why would you even talk about that? You bought some lingerie that comes <laughs> off and some lotion. Girl, are you not wearing this in California? Right. This is basic home sex. You bought lingerie. One set. Okay. Anyway. I kind of felt like this was a good transition to your topic, but then you would have to go on it because I don't know how, I don't know the context. I don't know how you want to present this topic. Oh, it's kind of like, when do you mind your own business? When don't you? Um, like I said, I obviously am a Mali sympathizer um, <laughs> for good or bad. Sometimes like when you see your friends doing, 
not so much doing things that are, I guess, making bad, not like doing crack, but just <laughs> going on a path that's like, hmm, questionable or that you have opinions about. You just don't agree with the, the moves that they're making. Do you shut the hell up or do you speak on it? Speak on it. Speak on it. I don't know why I did that. As we see, Molly and Issa are always intersecting each other's lives, telling them information that they might not want to know, but maybe should. Just oversharing their opinions. Yeah. So the question is, as a friend, when do you speak up or sit down? Yes. Okay. You go first. (laughs) God, I mean, I don't think there's any half my friends... They still listen. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I can, I can relate with Molly. I can relate with having some, something like Nathan happen, and then my friend get over it, and then like I'm still, oh, that nigga ain't shit, or this is gonna, they haven't changed, they're gonna still hurt you again, and even though as I, I grow. Um, Sometimes you ask me what my opinion is, or when you when we're talking, I make a face, and you're like, well, what's that face? And I'm like, well, I, I can't hide my feelings towards something. I cannot say it, and I can support you, but I don't have to be like, yay, for you <laughs> in your life. I feel like if you feel like you have to support your friend, is it disgenuinely? Ingenuously. Insincerely? I'm going to go with insincerely. <laughs> if you feel like you have to, if you feel like you're supporting your friend insincerely, I think that you should speak up. Okay. Because I totally get that. Like, I want to support you. I want to be your friend. I want to be here for everything that you like. I understand that I don't necessarily have to like it, but if you like it, then I should support. But sometimes that support is insincere because I have thoughts and opinions that I feel like are interrupting my ability to give you sincere support. Yeah, like if your friend's dating someone that you... Ain't just a very strong word. Red flags. bad vibes from. Is that... Should you just shut the fuck up? Or... If you're above the age of 20, you've been in that position. Unfortunately, I feel like we think that we have to just be on the ride with your friend. Because if it turns out great and you gave them negative opinions, it's like, damn, bitch, you a hater or not? But if you had sincere concerns... It's like, I just want to bring it to your attention. Like, do what you want with the information. If you are not bothered by it, great. I just want to lift the veil. Yes. If you like what you see, good. But as humans do, the problem is when you voice negative concerns, people don't always accept that well. They don't accept it as, well, I just want you to know. What you do from here on, I'm good with. It's almost like, well, now they don't want to talk to you about it because... (laughs) You've given them negative opinions, so they feel like they can't talk to you anymore. You don't support me, so you don't support my friend. Right. If you don't support me, then you don't, you're not my real friend. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess not today. That's the catch-22 of 
hashtag friendship. Always. And to be honest, I probably, I probably sit down more than I speak up now, only because I feel like knowing myself, sometimes I come off more tough than love. I have like major love for my friends. Absolute. That's why I only call certain people friends. But sometimes when I'm presenting you with like, hey, some concerns, it comes off like, all right, bitch, like, what the fuck are we doing? Instead of like, okay, girl, let me hold your hand and rub your hair and really sugarcoat everything I want to say. I'm not that person. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of, here are the facts. What the fuck? If you want to go down this hellish road, okay, cool. I will watch you from this tree. Right. Just here are the facts. What are you going to do? You don't give a fuck. All right. Well, don't say I didn't tell you, but I'm going to be here. Don't say nobody warns you. Yeah. Don't say no one gave you any other options. You chose this fight. But... Here we are. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have... I don't Prove have a... Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But also, I don't have a good answer to this question, except to the part that I really do feel like if you can't support someone genuinely, then you have to speak up. Okay. Because I don't think that you can actually support your friend if you have concerns that you don't speak on. Now, if there are concerns that you can let go and be like, okay, well, they don't care, so I don't care, they're fine. And you can actually be in the moment and be present in your support, then great. But if you can't, then you should definitely speak up. I I agree. I do think it will backfire in most cases, but I do agree that you should say something. I think as human beings, most times when people are honest with you, it backfires. That's very true. At least, if your friendship is worth something, regardless if the initial reaction is poor, (laughs) once they think about it and have time to sit with it, I think that it'll always come back around fine. As long as they're not being a hater. I mean, like... Yeah, don't be a hater. ...are shitty and come from a negative place. Yeah, don't be a hater. But if you have legit things... It doesn't always have to be about someone that they're dealing with or anything. If it's coming out of a place like this, it's negatively affecting our relationship. So I just want to bring it to your attention. Or it's going to negatively affect you. Yeah, those things will absolutely put pressure on your friendship. And you might have a little falling out. But I think at the end of the day, if you weren't being a hater, and that comes through at some point, then it'll be fine. But of course, no one wants to go through adversity with their friends, so people be sitting down. <laughs> it's much more comfortable to stay seated. It is much more comfortable. You got a good seat. It's nice and soft. It's no problems. You can focus on yourself. If you can't be sincere, then you need to speak up. Right, so you agree with Molly. What? JK. Lies. Sort of. That's all I got. No, that's... A better answer than I thought you were going to give me. What kind no, of answer did you no think shade. I would give you? I don't know. Some Easter shit. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but the fact that you thought I was going to give you a lesser answer than I gave, I guess. Nice. I'm You're glad welcome. I was or thank you. able Whichever to prove you wrong. Okay. Closing arguments. I'll go first. Um... So, we've been talking about interracial dating because of Asian Bay. What non-white race would you date? 
Latin descent. Mm. Second source. Why would you <laughs> trying to give me off? You wanted me to. Latin descent, so it's, it's way too easy. Um, okay, picky if I can't choose Latinx, even though there were no rules when you asked me. Um, there weren't. Made up as a go <laughs> I would choose Indian. Okay. I don't know if you mean Native American or... No, I mean people from India. Okay. <laughs> Which character from Sisters do you identify most with? Ew. They all suck, so it's Yes. Really... Like, I want to mash up characters, but I cannot. If I had to choose, I would choose... Karen, Danny, Sabrina. Sabrina? She has the most potential to not be awful. Okay. I, I, love, the, I love the name, so... I just, I was going to say Danny. I'm sorry. That would be the wrong answer. Because of like the dry humor, but she'd be going too far and doing the most. Fine, I guess. <laughs> Sabrina. Would you rather go back to complete normal or would you rather the new life that coronavirus will bring us? I typically don't want people in my six foot radius. So I feel like I'm not going to have an issue with post-Rona. But because I know what pre-Rona was like, I'm just going to go pre-Rona. The photograph or Lovebirds? Lovebirds. Kim Fields as Tootie or Janet Jackson as Penny? Oh, that's not right. Janet Jackson as Penny is so iconic to me. Because fucking good times. But Janet Jackson is Penny. Would you rather fart during sex or fart during an important meeting? Fart during an important meeting. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. The end. This has been Disagreeably Yours with... Timby. And Wit... Have a great week, guys. Stay safe.